take a If you let your girl to Cassandra and Mickey. Asian and the other one is Cassandra, Cassandra and, and Mickey. Mickey. Yeah. yeah. Look at us go. Yep. Uh, welcome to the Nooner Podcast Show on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. Thank you for that intro song, Brad Stark, who I saw this weekend in San Francisco. Um, and he's, uh, I wish he would do more of these. If anybody else wants to do one, um, keep it short. We'll play it. <laughs> and uh, how are you guys doing? I'm, I'm a host. My name is Marty. I'm a host. My name is Mickey. I'm a host. My name is Cassandra. All right. A lot of energy in the room today. Yep. See Do you next Tuesday. <laughs> Boom. Um, so, uh, okay, let's just get it out of the way. Get the news stuff out of the way because everybody Here hates it. Um, so, you know, uh, did you watch John Oliver this weekend? I no. Did. What? What did you say? No. No. Also, no for my no. Well, he talked about net neutrality, and it's the mm. current rule in the U.S. that all data on the Internet is treated Equally, that means uh, once it's on, you know, in the in the cables and and fiber and whatever, your Netflix get your Netflix gets to as fast as you as your um, as your Amazon Prime movies, as your YouTube, as your porn, as your gifts of kittens falling asleep and saucers of milk. And uh, this Ijit Pai, who's the head of the FCC, is trying to roll back these regulations. He's a, um, a Trump guy, right? Uh, well, yeah, he's a Trump appointee, exactly. <laughs> Uh, giving the ISPs, uh, these are the internet service providers, the option to pick and choose uh, what they want to give preference. And given that companies like Verizon and Comcast, who are ISPs, uh, like the two biggest ones, um, also own dozens of media companies, this poses a problem. Like um, Comcast, because they own Universal and NBC, right? they might want to say, you know what, you know, these guys get a little faster and... Uh, you know, if you want to watch your modern family, that's going to be a little slower, you know. Mm. Uh, or they could say to media providers, uh, if you want the best service, you have to pay an extra two cents a stream and or whatever, you know. And then so then some blogger on YouTube is just shuffling along and they will actually rather than give the bandwidth more to somebody who's paying, they actually will th throttle everybody who's not paying and say, oh, you can only go at you know whatever bit stream so you, you can't show your stuff in hd and it'll stutter and whatever right unless you pay up um and of course trump is in favor of this since he put pi in the fcc why uh, is he in favor of it does he say why well it's i think it's because of corporate greed i was gonna say i think like it doesn't seem like there's any reason to be in favor for this other than making shit more expensive for consumers and like why Nobody benefits from that except yeah. like, you're not going to ever be able to sell that to a consumer. So I don't understand right. why this is even a thing. And the irony is that it's th these fringe media outlets like Breitbart News and Alex Jones's and, um, and Kruger's uh, Infowars <laughs> that put Trump in the White House. So like these are the, the company, you know, these are these media peddlers who are just on the fringe. They don't have a ton of money. But because there's net neutrality, they get as much bandwidth as, as right. you know, these other uh, big companies. And 
now these big companies. But Trump didn't had didn't consider all of that when he was. I don't oh, think no, that Breitbart not. and all of these people considered it either. They yeah. were. I mean, no. They, these guys are also for net neutrality. You know why? Because it benefits them. They don't want. They don't want big media to have an advantage. Oh wait, over wait, them. wait, wait. What, neutra- what am I for? You're, You're for, for net neutrality. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm saying is that like Breitbart people weren't <laughs> what thinking. What am I for? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I, I I cannot be in your heart. I don't know. You have to look inside. <laughs> what do? What is the thing that I like? So I know what I'm talking about. Right. Do, are you a universal employee? No. Then you're probably for net neutrality. Great. So, but like, I don't think that they were considering. I think that they don't care. They're probably for net neutrality, but I don't think they care about it enough to have, you know, put I, Hillary in the White House. But so it's like, right. yeah, the irony no, is there, but like not, not the, that much because they have bigger. Right, right. No, exactly. exactly. It's probably another one of those situations but, where they're on Twitter like, oh, Trump, so disappointing again. And it's like, you guys know that this is the guy. This was your like golden child two months ago. Right. Does Breitbart disappointed in Trump? A lot of them are. Oh, a lot of them are. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, not a, not a lot of them. I don't want to understand. But also, then there's this cognitive dissonance where they just like, well, like you know, yeah, that's not the greatest move, but overall, everything's great. You know, he's. We but, loved when they were banning Muslims from planes. We don't love the whole making our website a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. Now, did the websites see profit from this? Well, okay. So if you ask Pi, the the FCC chair. Hey, he says, what's up, hi? Um, he said that the goal here is to bring faster service to consumers at a cheaper price. And that which seems is, impossible. It's, yeah, it's utter bullshit. And he says like, oh, you know, this uh, gives the these ISPs, it, it gives them incentive to lay down more, you know, faster uh, cable. And But the thing is, in the U.S., internet costs roughly two times what it does in like Europe and the fastest parts of Asia. And their speeds are up to eight times as fast. So they are paying less for more. And they don't have a problem with this whole net neutrality Probably because they don't have charter or time warning. Well, exactly. (laughs) But but the the reasons are really it's about profit and control. So Mm. by doing, you know, because these corporate structures, they have that influence on um, to eliminate net neutrality and and to control pricing, they of course they don't want there to be you know they they're do using all the levers of power in government like the lobbying to make this stuff happen. And in fact, um, Ajit Pai he was the chief counsel for Verizon before he was huh. the FCC chair. So of course he's going to be on the side of, of deregulation. And I don't even know why the fuck they're even asking us. Yeah, I, I mean, like, well, they, I, they're not asking us. Okay. They're telling us. They're telling us this is what we're doing. Right, exactly. And so... It feels very... Um, what is it? What's the term here? Orwellian? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Very, well, very Orwellian. The reason why it's cheaper in other countries is because they have this thing called local loop unbundling. This is very, whatever, techie bullshit stuff. But basically what they have is they have all these wires that, that, that are super fast that go through their countries. And then they say that they, they, the government comes in and says, okay, other companies have access to these wires and they can bring their switches and, and modems or whatever they're called, uh, routers, and they can sell internet. And so the people who own the cable, uh, they make money because they sell that stuff to whoever. Right. But it's an, uh, they are forced to sell it to multiple providers as opposed to one provider. Oh, so we can't. So basically, the 
the ultimate goal is to have a monopoly over exactly. the internet. Exactly. And they're, they force oh. competition. And then, so smaller companies can come in and say, oh, you know, we're bringing these super fast routers in, so gamers c- go with us. Mm-hmm. Or they have ones that are super cheap and they use old hardware. And so if you're not, then, then it creates this whole level of competition. It gives consumers more choice. And, and it's just better service. And their stuff is faster. Their it already is- feels like there's a monopoly in certain areas. I mean, oh, if you go to certain parts of the United States or even certain parts of Los Angeles, it's like, oh man, I saw this great, I saw this great commercial for Verizon Fios. Maybe we should switch to Fios because Time Warner makes me want to blow my brains out. And then it's like, well, tough shit. Time Warner is the only one that services your area. Right. Or, oh, oh my God, no, you moved at one town over, you get to deal with our sister company, Charter. Right. Yeah. And the, um, I mean, it was the same thing in, uh, in Louisiana where it was like everything was, was even Cox. worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, everything was controlled by Cox Cable. And like AT&T U-verse came in, but it was like, oh, it's this street, but it's not this street, the next one over. Right. Also, right. AT&T was so much more expensive. Right, exactly. Yeah, so I have a choice here between AT&T DSL or... Spectrum, which used to be Time Warner, but they changed it because everybody hates the the words yeah. Time and Warner when they're put together. Oh yeah, it is and, Charter Spectrum. Yeah, right. It's yeah. all the, it's all the same fucking company. Yeah, yeah. so no, it's, it's just different two, names. Yeah. So I don't, I we don't get FiOS here, and so there's no true competition. I mean, true competition would be if the, if there are a bunch of different routers going to the same main cable, and then your people are like, okay, well, you can go with. In a mom and pop store, you could go with uh, Time Warner or whatever. Yeah, there's uh, like they're already getting it, you know. They're, uh, our only option, I think, is Charter or AT and T, and that's it. And yeah. so to think about not even having that AT and T backup plan sounds like a fate worse than death. And the thing is, the people Just who for own some first world problems here. The, the people who own that the the cable. They still make the same amount of money because they're they get they're renting it out to users, you know. But it's the people at the ends who are then, uh, the, you know, the the smaller companies. Then they have to split up that profit. So it's it, it's controversial. Like I, I don't know. I mean, it, and it's not related to net neutrality, but it's more of a way. All the ways that in this country, corporate greed is giving consumers less access and less privacy and less control and making the internet suck yeah and making the internet suck and you know i'm not optimistic about the survival of net neutrality despite like you know people like steve wozniak you know who started apple he came out against um the the breaking up they've been trying to fuck with this shit forever coppola but then again everything is possible now yeah Yeah. oh and and john oliver did a great takedown you should go on youtube and check out his thing Um, well you still can yes exactly uh, and then you can go to www.gofccyourself.com and just click the quick comment, uh, like there's a little button there, and then to register your complaints. I can't wait for all of these Republicans to get voted out of office. Oh, I know. It's, 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 it's really, you know, I think that, well, I guess if they had net neutrality ends, then they can just throttle back all liberal voices. Yeah. You know? Oh, sure. Um, that's why yeah. that's very Orwellian. Yeah. Uh, I think that that's um, okay. I'm only six chapters into The Handmaid's Tale, and I haven't watched on Hulu, but I think that that's like, part of how it started. Is, is that also Orwellian? The Handmaid's Tale. I haven't. Yeah. It's, it's good. Uh, yeah. It's very Orwellian. Oh, yeah. I they. Yeah, but they were. But they were referencing a time back when. Um, 
or she said something about like meant they took away their magazines and they took away their videos and they took away all their things like just kind of and the women they took away their credit cards and well i don't know don't spoil oh, it sorry no she's pretty safe to, the... to say that that has happened right <laughs> but she was referencing that and i was thinking in my head about like oh yeah like when they start restricting the internet uh so when they what... start making a fucking north korean one thing oh by the way kruger if you're listening call in because um i want to ask you a question about this stuff uh oh wait you didn't answer my question so that? let's say the this uh, net neutrality stuff gets nixed the thing that i'm for doesn't happen and um we'll tell you what you're for uh, or <laughs> against okay um so let's say that i have a very successful cooking blog and so people pay more to their charter in order to get my cooking blog faster. Is charter giving me money for my cooking blog, considering how much traffic it gets and if considering that they're charging extra for it? Uh, or am I no, selling no, 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 no. my cooking blog to, to like kind of like how the, how, how you can't watch the Dodgers unless you have charter. Right. Like, so I, people basically websites would be selling themselves to, certain cable companies basically they would say like okay if you want to be a premium streamer then you have to pay an extra you know 20 bucks a month or if you want to be a regular streamer you know it's ten dollars a month or you just want to be a loser no streamer then then we have the option for internet to be free it falls to it falls to the consumer for that not the content provider it might you know it you know and and these are all abstract so if you ask ijit pi he'll be like no, 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 no. We, you know, the internet providers are going to provide as fast a service as they can. You know, yeah. we're just trying to give back. You know, to deregulate it because when you deregulate, when you regulate things, it 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 stifles competition. Utter bullshit. And and you know, you just look to Europe and you're like, okay, why is it faster, cheaper? And why are there more choices? Isn't that the whole fucking Europe? point of capitalism is for competition? You know, but. When you you can't have capitalism without competition, right? But but if you have rampant unrestricted capitalism, then you get monopolies, and that's what we're we're right. in right now. Which so. is supposed to be illegal in this country, but they fucking exist. Yes, yes. So that's the constant balance, and obviously, you know, you don't want uh, overregulation. Michael Binghot says one twenty m bit slash s cable, which I'm assuming is fast for uh 29.99 euros. That's yeah, basically 35 40 dollars a month for like For like dope internet? Dope ass internet. I'm pretty sure that we pay more than that. Yeah. yeah. No, we do. Yeah. And our internet sucks. Our yeah. internet does suck. And so the, it's, it's not the worst. It's 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 yeah. spotty. It's spotty, man. So one thing we can do is uh you can there are these things called virtual private networks and that's what I wanted Kruger to talk about but he did not email back so he's probably just Sleeping, mm. Mm, yeah, listlessly masturbating. Mm. He, uh, but, good for him. But, Jane says, uh, same in Washington. Comcast bought all competing companies, or those companies shut down. FiOS exists here in select areas. So, Washington State, right? That's where Jane is. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So you, you're, you got Comcast, or you don't. Yeah. And then you have the fucking idiot can, um, providers that only provide cable, like the Dish people, and then it's like. They have no. Ugh, I just hate this so much. They have nothing to offer. They have no internet, and so then they're getting bought by these places, and you just can't have anything. Um, but these virtual <laughs> private true. networks, what they do is they basically mask what you're doing with your data. So uh, they and some of them are better than others and slower than you know. 
but basically it would allow you to send data back and forth and your ISP wouldn't be able to tell if it's their content or YouTube content or whatever. So, right. so, so that's, how do you get that? Uh, you got to pay for it. There are some free VPNs, but I, I, I'm just not that familiar with it. And I was, if you guys have experience with Is these Is this like VPNs, hiding things from like the government too? Um, like black internet shit? Uh, kind of. I don't know. If what is it I, called? The, 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 the dark the web? Black, the, the dark, dark web. web or, no, that, I was thinking the black market. That's a different thing. That's, that's through Tor and that's through all sorts of encryption. But um, this is a little... I don't need to be down there. I don't think you need to. Unless yeah, this, you're this gonna, is a little bit more on the surface. Unless you're going to be trading, you know, like little white babies for crack, you know, um, for cocaine. Yeah. Um, then that's what you need the dark web for. Jane says, I'd say we make the internet a human right like water, but seeing as how we handle water in some areas. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Spicy. Nice. Twitter is getting at it today. Yeah. yeah. By Jane's the way, if you want to join in, that's Jane. at Nooner Podcast. And you can still fill the mail sack Nooner Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the Tumblr is at NoonerPodcast.com. And. Um, that's maintained Loving by that Darren website. and Tyson. Loving that website. And uh, JP's listening live, as is Tyson and, and Darren, of course, and Jane, um, and um, Andy. Andy, I think is... Andy. Oh, Andy, she filled our... Or I think that's a she mailed, filled our mail sack. Um, yes, it's got to be a she. So, okay. So, anyhow, if you Castro. have experience with VPNs, let me know. Um, how are you guys doing? What's been going on with you? I'm doing all right. Just you know, a lot of a lot of working. I've been oh yeah, I've been uh, yeah, I've been working at the library. Got my sketch show coming up this week. So oh I've really? Been a lot on that. And yeah. did and did you like the actors that you found? Yeah, yeah, they're great. Every uh, it's actually it's, I, it's, I was busy anyhow. Oh yeah, you're good. So was I. Yeah. yeah. No, it's all good. It's all good, guys. You know, I, I didn't need any any friend support or anything. It's cool. We're uh we're gonna ch- we we were gonna perform to an empty house, but it's still gonna be fun. Wait wait wait. Well, we were saying, no, no just... we we weren't saying we're busy for the show. We were too busy to, to be, be in, in the, the show. show. Oh yeah. Also, I it was it's like college kids in the show. It's it it's for you. I could pass. That's fine. Fuck I'm you. in college again. Yeah, whatever. that's true. Wait, what? You're in college again? I decided to go back to school. Really? We've been talking yeah, about this. Trump got elected. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, oh. a, it's no holds barred right now. We got to get everybody. Yeah, ready. <laughs> shit's going down. Shit I'm is not, like, going down. I'm not throwing in the towel, you guys. It's all relevant stuff. Um, where are you gonna go? Where are you going to go to school? Uh. Okay, what thing are we talking about? Like, we can. Um, so uh, when when well, oh, you can you can plug the show. Later, yeah, yeah, I'll but, plug it at the end. Yeah, uh, but that's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. And has it been fun? Like, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I've I've going over to to freaking Westwood. Yeah, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Right. Like like uh, I think last week I went over there like five times, so uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Probably about yeah. These uh, are L A. <laughs> these are L A. problems. Everybody, right? Oh, I had to drive. I had to drive for my free show that putting up in front of a huge audience. Yeah, yeah. well, huge audience. All right. Yeah. Well, what? no, no, but it's gonna no. It's 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 actually it's 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 coming together really well. We found some funny peeps. Gonna uh-huh. be a lot of fun. Are you happy with your sketches? Oh yeah, definitely. It's it's we did kind of like a. Uh, I guess they call it a devised show in the theater community. To me, it's just like sketchprov, where right. we have sketches written and they're going to do some improvised stuff in between. Uh-huh. So, a lot of fun. All right, that's good. Um, Cassandra, uh, what's the question? What, what, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, uh, good talk. Scintillating, <laughs> <laughs> right? Here. Oh, so good. Uh, to drive back. I had to drive over to West Hollywood today. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to end a little early. Yeah, I got to leave. Got a got an audition. 
right? Uh, something good, something juicy. You can't, of, of course, you can't jinx it, but are you excited about it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It was an un- it was an unexpected surprise, as oh. most of my auditions. Oh are. yeah, same <laughs> with me. But this one was like, oh, perfect! I'm all ready for it. I, I have a um, a costume change under my clothes right now. Um, I was wondering what those frills are doing, just popping out of your collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to give it away on, on air. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see, um, you know, as usual, lots of lots of stuff cooking. Good. Um, Cook. It's been lots of some, irons in the fire. Mm, I smell something delicious coming mm. out. Uh, you know what? No, I don't. Pieces are moving. Uh-huh. Um, you know, grind. Uh, grinder. Uh, grinder is. Gear, gear, <laughs> gears, are, gears are grinding. Uh-huh. Um, grinder is grinding. Uh, yes. I mm. have my laptop in my purse. What? That's not nothing. That's not nothing. Like, wow. that, that means you you came to play. That's shit to do, man. Yeah. I, like in any free minute today, I'm gonna be just hitting the keys and uh, <laughs> tickling the keys, tickling yeah. the keys, <laughs> the making, ivories, some, yes. making some magic. I'll work at no play, make us Andra a dull boy. Yes. <laughs> um, which is goes to show the versatility of her as an actress. I'm fucking telling everybody this. <laughs> That's you, what I'm going to go up. I have one minute today to show off my talents, and I'm going to just go up there and be like, I've been saying this forever, that I can do everything. <laughs> and I'm going to say that sentence for a minute. And I think you should goes. paint that on your car and paste several of your headshots on it as yeah. well. So. I've been getting a lot of auditions for sketch shows lately. Not Mickey's, of course, but um, like uh, once... You guys... <laughs> You're gonna make me feel bad. Gonna no. Uh, once oh it will God. be on television. Um. So that's been feel. That's pretty cool. That's why I say it's unexpected because I don't know. Um. I don't know what took them so long to find me. But um. That's good. Yeah. So. I used to go on auditions for sketch shows. <laughs> cool, dude. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah. Um. And then we're getting the theme song together for our new podcast that we're doing. Oh uh, yeah. Do you have a name yet? No. Don't don't spoil it until it's ready to go. Unless you want to spoil it, and and God created a podcast, right? Yeah, and God created a podcast. I was about to say oh, we right. have a name. It's it's on. Yeah, Twitter. we have a Twitter account too. Oh, okay, good, follow good. it. Right. Yeah, I can't um, say that the episodes probably won't be up until like next month. But yeah. speaking of of sketch comedy, did you guys do you guys watch SNL at all? Uh, off and on, I'll you, like I'll, I'll catch some sketches on the on the tube. Did you watch any this weekend? I did watch one in particular at the behest of perhaps another podcast host, but. <laughs> oh, did Wait, I mention that? What did you, you say? You did mention that yeah. uh, the 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 SNL sketch, uh-huh. the uh, the Star Trek one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So Chris Pine was the uh, the host who does a fantastic Kirk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the reason he's such a good Kirk in the movies is because he's basically William Shatner. Anyway, but he Shatnered it up you know, for, yeah. on the show. It was really it's impressive. Very good. Yeah. Is he still dating Jenny Slate? Yeah, totes. Good. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know actually. Oh, you don't know. All right. But, um, um, I don't. You know, I Google it. Everyone keeps wa- referencing SNL. You can use the computer instead. Oh, of that's the computer true. right in front of you. <laughs> Jesus, so he's on his phone. Old ass phone. Yes, yeah, old Look. ass broken Drake. Drake hate Drake phone. song phone. <laughs> Do we, uh, never mind. The uh, Drake song that made me think of Mickey the other day when he said, "My side chick 
be texted me from her 5S with a broken screen. And I was like, oh, it could be Drake's side chick. Yeah. It's very exciting, everyone. Mickey yeah, is Drake's that side is, chick. Yes, it's yeah. not, it could be. You you're right. are Drake's side chick. You guys chick. have you discovered are. my secret. Yes. That's so cool. He, yeah, you're, you're his kind of ting. <laughs> Damn it, I was trying to think of a ting joke. I told you about it and you uh, stole it from me. Anyhow, this Star Trek sketch, you know, you've got Chris Pine doing a spot on um, Kirk. Everyone's doing their best. And then bon- mm. Chris Pine and Jenny Slate split on February 8th, 2017. Ah, uh, uh, it's too bad. Poor Jenny. Yeah. I mean, poor, poor Chris. Jenny. Poor Chris. Poor, Chris. poor everyone. Um, or poor, poor Jenny Slate's ex-husband. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Um, so Bobby Moynihan comes in as Spock's brother, Spocko. And, Spocko. And it's, of course, it's a crazy character. And that's when... It's Bobby Moynihan doing his classic louder than regular Bobby Moynihan character, yes. which I do like. I like Bobby Moynihan. I know. So I love Bobby Moynihan. funny. I think he's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, he's great on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. And um, when... Oh. When he plays, what does he play? Five, Oh my God. Yeah. Can we stab you? <laughs> um, and then he has this. So then you've got the guy playing Sulu, uh, who's this uh, person named Akira Yoshimura. And he has this line. He says, we've never seen him before. It's weird. And the, and the joke is like, you know, this, he's like this 60 something year old guy, maybe in the 70s. I don't know. The joke is, why is this person we've never seen before talking, this Asian dude? like right. It's kind of poising it, pointing out that, oh, this Asian dude isn't part of SNL, and he stands out like a sore thumb. And it's not a funny joke, really. It's right. kind of a just a, a self-reflexive thing. It's just trying to kind of hang a cutesy lantern on the fact that they don't have any Asian cast members. Right. And, you know, it, it's like they could have put any number of, like, Asian actors who would be appropriate in that role. And, um, and the, the other thing, the irony is that Yoshimura has been playing Sulu on SNL since 1976. Right. Like he's been on that set longer than anyone else in that studio except for Lauren Michaels. Like, because he, he's the production designer mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, he's been the production designer of SNL since 1986 or something like that, but and working on the show since the 70s. Yeah, they put, like, extras in their sketches all the time. Yeah, but they also put actors in their sketches. And, you know, like... And you could say, oh, that it's tradition to put good old Yosh in the, in the sketch, but you could also call it laziness. Uh, oh, there's an Asian... Uh, let's see, who's Asian? Uh, hey, Akira, put, uh, put down that hammer and uh, get into that Connie Chung outfit, because he's also played Connie Chung on the show, and a scientist and all sorts of other Asian bystanders on that show. And I'm all for hiring Asians. And Akira Yoshimura did go to Yale Drama, but as a set designer, not an actor. He's a terrible actor. <laughs> he was terrible in 1976 as Sulu. <laughs> he was terrible in 86 as Sulu. And he was terrible this past weekend. And, and he, you can just see him trying not to laugh in a, through a, a not that funny sketch. So like, I just feel like your job as a putting on this sketch show is to put on, put funny people in front of the camera and don't make, put ridiculous people just because for your own amusement, for your own little in joke that, you know, the one Asian person that the, the producers know, like, Oh, let's put all, put all, you know, Akira in there. Right. Well, and it's also just like, I think in 1976, it was, it might've been like kind of cute to be, you know, just been like, Oh, well, we there, there were no Asian actors back then. Right. We it's didn't just, have an Asian, yeah, we didn't have Asian an Asian American actor. Actors, yeah. We didn't have them. Would but, it uh, kill us and all to just put an Asian guy on there? I don't uh, or, yeah, yeah, or a proper, or an Asian girl? Uh, or yeah, 
Yeah, playing Connie Chung. Well, and like uh, when uh, Melissa Villasenor, when she started on the show, like her first role was, I don't remember. She did a she she, did an Asian um, reporter, and she and she broke the fourth wall and said. I'm the Hispanic cast member and I'm playing an Asian reporter because baby steps. Right. And it was like, uh, I guess that's kind of funny, except that it's fucking SNL and like there shouldn't be baby steps. Yeah. Right. 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 Am well, I crazy? No. The whole point of you're at a, a late night show on Saturday. You can, you can do whatever pe- the fuck you want. People are dying to be on this show. Right. You can find someone and, who isn't white, so it's not. There's no room for baby steps. That doesn't make be sense. Be daring. Be daring. You're supposed to be the cutting edge. Like think about John Belushi. You know when he was he was doing crazy shit, even though he did play the Asian like you know samurai character. But that was oh, funny. Yeah. That was funny. I I totally cop to that. Like different time. A, no, no. I, I I think that. I mean. Yeah, maybe it's a different time. I don't think it would play now, but it was funny then. Yeah, and, I was uh, about to say, I think it's definitely... Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, like, this is the time that we're in. Like, why... She sh- they should have just had her fucking play the role and not referenced anything, and it probably would have made people less upset, but it's like, there are so many talented, just off the top of my head, Asian sketch players that I've seen along with Hispanic and black and you know Muslim Indian like all the all of them I've yeah. seen they're they're out there they exist they would love to be on SNL and yet we have we have to reference baby steps that's fucking bullshit well, it's also it's baby steps over the course of like what what is it 40 yeah like, 45 years at this point is that right um something like that yeah, yeah so, so it's uh, no like, no 43 43 years? Like, like, okay. like take your baby steps and fucking shove them up your ass mm. yep snl yep. are you kidding yeah. me yeah have grow a pair of of ovaries. or don't make the fucking joke yeah yeah I because totally you've think. been doing it for this long having people play characters that aren't their race why reference it yeah um idiots yeah. And by the way, Darren pointed I, out... As you can tell, I just read about this and I just found out. And, and you know what? Which is true. So we, you're getting my... We are telling you that you're right to think the way you do. You're getting my <laughs> raw... Just Wait, how do I... What, what side reaction? am I on? You're, you're, you're on the right side. <laughs> I'm, on on the right right side. I'm on the racist And by the way, uh, Darren pointed out that it wasn't Chris Pine who dated Jenny Slate. It was Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> it was Chris Evans. Uh, I believe it was Chris Pratt. Hello. Which... They're so... There's, there's so too many muscly. There's, so, there's too many muscly, like so many hunky Chris's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll never know. Yeah. It's true. We, there's just no way to find out. I'm, gl- I'm, I am glad that Jenny Slate had a hunky Chris, though. That's good. We should, we See, should all have a hunky Chris. That's the whole problem, though, is that everyone was like, "Oh my god, look at what, who, look who Jenny Slate oh, got," and true. then everyone's like, "Dude, fuck you, Jenny Slate's hilarious like, yeah, and yeah, beautiful, and yeah. like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Fuck you, Mickey. My bad. My bad. My bad." <laughs> Well, I That's suppose okay. you, you can't grow out of the patriarchy overnight. <laughs> it's a process. Baby steps. Baby steps. I'm taking baby steps over here, you guys. Um, and you're allowed to because you're not SNL. <laughs> did you guys see uh, volume two of. Um, oh, I did. Yeah. How, how was it? It was good. 
I volume two of uh, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, duh. V2. I should. Duh. All I had to say was we V two, V two. I know what you guys were talking about too, but it was like, yeah, you know, we do have a listening audience. Don't know. <laughs> oh, come being on. like, you know what? Uh, yeah, it was good. Because you guys had that Guardians of the Galaxy twinkle in your eyes yeah, that only we were, I can and see. And matching t shirts. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You guys both have. We were Zoe's pointing Aldana's to each other. Really. Did you see it? Did you see? No one can see me pointing. I'm pointing at my shirt right now. Yeah, and the frills like stuffed in underneath. But you can guess what She's my character is going to be. Mariachi. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she just gave me the coldest look. She's like, fuck you, Marty. Yep. <laughs> I'm going in for the sketch show to be the mariachi. Um, Baby well, steps. Well, we were playing mariachi music before we uh, started. Oh, the which show. I t- and I did say out loud. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Was, <laughs> so I guess I'm just existing was, in the stereotype. It was a mariachi version of Alice in Chains, and which is I really always hilarious. Oh. Um, I'm gonna have to write that down. When I so what's exciting about this like spring season is all the great trailers coming out, mm-hmm. and so Fuck yeah. And it's pretty pretty awesome. What were were the big ones that came out? Uh, the new Star Wars one was on there first of all. The Last Force, Jedi. The Last Jedi, and it, literally, there's a line in it where Luke says, "With the Jedi." I believe it's Chris Pine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who is playing Luke Skywalker? Uh, Mark Hamill. He's still doing it. Yep. Cool. By the way, you know Jimmy uh, Kimmel. Speaking of uh, Jimmy, well, no, we weren't talking about Jimmy's, but uh, he <laughs> took the week off last week because his, his baby. baby is sick. And uh, and what a, he? By the way, his monologue. His last monologue night, was yeah. great. Wait, last night? Oh yeah, because he did one responding to the people who said, like, "Oh, I haven't seen that one yet." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I defended babies who need health care." Yeah, like it, it's uh, it was very funny. I'll have to tune but in. Last week he had guest hosts come in, and two of uh, uh, one of the guest hosts was Kristen Bell, who's who's been a guest on the show, mm-hmm. and her first guest was Adam Scott, who was our first guest on the very first. Uh, Did Nina they talk podcast. about the podcast? Oh. <laughs> they talked about the podcast the whole time. It's so weird. <laughs> it's really weird. You we have a song. lot more listeners now, <laughs> but um, there is a moment in that interview, and everybody should look it up. But I'm I'm not going to spoil it. But it's super nerdy, and at, it makes you love Adam Scott so much. Like yeah. he's so purely um, uh, just exultant and a true Star Wars nerd, and uh, it just makes you excited that the people who are do making movies are as into them as we are, you know. And and so that was pretty cool to see. It was a very cute moment. Yeah, I, I did get to catch it. It's very adorable. yeah. They had and, George Lopez do it one too, didn't they? Uh. I don't know. Or um, George Lopez was a guest on someone else's. And then David Spade was a host. Um, I think George Lopez was. I forget who um, Anthony Anderson was as well. Maybe George um, Lopez was on Anthony. Hey, speaking of um, David Spade, mm-hmm. um, he was on... You're too old for him. Sorry. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, Not tall enough either. That's That's funnier. <laughs> um, I really want to talk shade about him, but I do like him, so I'm not going to. Um, uh, he's on the new season of Love, which is on Netflix, and also on Netflix is Maria Bamford's uh, new special. And my sister is watching it. Are you in it? I'm in it. Cool. In it. Yeah. Uh, you can even hear my voice in it. He Whoa. says, she said, is that Marty in the special? I was like, I haven't seen it. And she's like, if it is, he's holding a cute dog. And I was like, Ernie. It was Ernie. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, yeah, it's him. So, yeah. anyways. If just, you want to see Ernie in the I don't flesh, know why you haven't plugged that yet. Oh, well, uh, thank you for doing that um, yeah. for me. So, Are yeah. you in like the in like the 
to real moments like beforehand, this before the comedy thing? No, no, I'm a I'm an audience member. It's it's you you guys you should brought s- Ernie to the show. It's it's a very um, quirky. Uh, imagine Murray Bamford being quirky, but it's it's a very cool show, and it, it sort of develops and develops, and um, it's great. It's it's really cool, and I'm really grateful that. Um, Maria asked me to be in the show, so that was really cool. And I got, you know, I rode my bicycle to, to the set, which was really fun with Ernie in a bas- in a in a bag, and uh, oh. it was really fun. Cool. Yeah. So, and and by the way, the show is so fucking funny, and she's she's um, just an American treasure. It's on my oh, yeah. list. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm the one joke I had um, got cut. So because you know what, I, and I thought about it because Maria was like, "Oh, that was really funny." And it's not my special, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it shouldn't be other people having laughs. Um, yeah, and I'm with, uh, I'm sitting next to Rhea Butcher, and and she was awesome. Is that so, how you met Rhea Butcher? That's how I met Rhea Butcher. She would not know me if she if she met me again. Tight. Yeah, still very cool. She yeah. might know you if you had Ernie. Yeah, she. Oh, Ernie! Oh, the, you yeah, get the guy, yeah, yeah. Who, you get the guy who holds Ernie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Only within this context. <laughs> So this weekend, I went up to visit my parents, and they live in a woodsy neighborhood. Mm. And um, I had Ernie with me, and my wife was doing some my wife my wife uh, was doing some corporate stuff um, with her job. Um, and I took Ernie out for a walk. It was ten thirty, and somebody tweeted at me, or not tweeted, but messaged me, said, "Oh, I saw you in the Maria Bamford special." And I was looking down, and Ernie is just on the driveway, and and I'm walking along. Ernie's like five steps behind me, I, and I message back, blah blah blah, and I look, and then Ernie's gone, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Like, like the, this is places like there was a mountain lion up the street a couple <laughs> few years ago, oh, and. Uh, and I'm freaking out, and so I spend the next two hours like just it took running. Took you two around. hours to find Ernie? No, I did not find Ernie, and and I'm losing my shit. My parents are running around like we've got flashlights. We're just yelling. We're driving around, walking through the woods, and you know, and I'm losing it. And then there's the thing of like, okay, what do I tell my wife? Who's like, like this dog is she's. She loves the dog more than anything, more than way more than me, you know. Right. And I'm like, oh shit! I, you know, if if he's gone and I don't tell her now, then that's shitty. And then if I tell her now, it's shitty. So I, of course, I called her and I told her. And then she had to go to training the next day, so neither of us got sleep that night. And then like I'm up at the crack of dawn to try to find him you know and we left all the lights on and the doors open just so we could come back in so i go to my parents like backyard it's all open first thing i see are two coyotes chasing a deer <gasps> and i'm just like okay oh god ernie's gone like you know and i go and i i, I go chasing after the coyotes i'm just looking at this point it's just like a recovery operation where i'm just looking for the collar so i have some proof like that he, you know, but there's like no fur or anything like that. And I put up signs around the neighborhood and I'm, I'm bawling. I'm just like, okay, I'm getting divorced after my wife kills me. And oh then God. and like, and poor Ernie, how I could I do this to poor Ernie? His last moments were just like, I trusted you. <laughs> um, and then like at 8.30 or 8, like 
my parents get a phone call from their next door neighbor. He literally was two houses away, and and there was he was just like oh he knocked on he was scratching at our door at three a.m. and like I pick him up and Ernie's just like shaking like why did you do this to me? Oh and he just wandered off and I think you know he's older so he doesn't respond as quickly as he used to and right. and he eight a.m. right eight thirty a.m. That they called? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So, but, so oh, he geez. was, he was loose from 10 30 to 3 in the morning, just and like he was like soaking wet from, um, probably pissed himself, but no, he, he was, it was all, you know, dewy out there and yeah. cold. And so uh, Ernie was fine. And then, of course, then the first thing I did, I, I, texted my wife a photo of ernie alive proof of life <laughs> and, and she was just said like there was the worst seven hours of my life and like the best uh the best moment of my life when i saw that photo so <laughs> but boy okay so that's the thing leash your dog so yeah yeah it was just <laughs> awful. i was so I, scared that that story was gonna end up with like we couldn't find ernie and i was like and here i am the asshole yeah because I was going to say, too, like, oh, where's Brian Bamford? You saw this special. Where is Ernie, by the way? Uh, yeah, he's out in the carriage outside. He's oh, okay. Ernie. I, yeah. Whew, man. Um, yeah. I was, it I was, was a nail biter. I know. It was the most <sighs> terrifying. Just, just the worst. And yeah. So, but we love Ernie. Uh, somebody at work who I've never met before, never seen before, he came up to me and said, uh, I'm a huge fan of your dog. He's kind of a hero around here. So, like, because I'll put him on a chair and then people just walk by and, like, they pet him <laughs> while I'm working. So, it's pretty cool. That's amazing. He's a good dog. Um, There's literally a a painted picture of Ernie <laughs> on the wall, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, are lo- there are a lot of paintings of Ernie around here. He's, <laughs> he's a photogenic. Yes, yes. He's so cute. He's a paintogenic dog. If you haven't right. paused the pod... Oh, I guess we're live right now. But if you're listening to pod, if you haven't paused it and watched Maria Bamford's special just to see what Ernie looks like. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. He's a good dog. Um, yeah, it was fun riding with him. Um, road tripping with Ernie. Uh, so, do you, you don't really swear that much, Mickey. Sure, I do. You do? I mean, I have. Fuck yeah. Dude. Fuck, it's, it's fuck yeah. My bad. Oh. The, the go-to comedic answer. Fuck shit. Yeah. Balls. To be fair. <laughs> like, you very comfortable. So, it sounded like you said those words for the first time at uh, gunpoint. Uh, but, but, balls. It's uh, hard to see someone. I think that it, maybe it doesn't seem like you swear a lot because he most of the time sees you around me who uh, yeah. I do swear a lot. And also, Maybe you have such a polite-sounding voice, you know. Well, I try to be polite. I I'm, can't now. I can't think of a time that you sworn, but I know if, you do because I notice when people don't swear. Like you and I swear a yeah. good fucking amount. Yeah. Like, Sometimes I'll go back to listen to some of the episodes or parts of the episodes, and I'll go lay off on the f word, Cassandra. <laughs> but like, it comes out like it just comes out, it and it doesn't feel unnatural at all for me. So I hope that it doesn't alarm people to no. listen. <laughs> But I don't. Uh, fuck no, I don't think it does. Oh, see, yeah, it's, see, it's coming out. Now. Why are you crying? Oh, God. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> it's that southern gentil- gentility, you know. Yeah. I will say, if you want to hear me cuss, um, listen to "And God Created" podcast. I think I get a few in there. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, so you guys I, recorded it? One? We, were, we, we got one episode. We got yeah. one, but we're it's, it's it? bank. Oh, no, 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 not yet. We got the, it. We got that theme song. We'll probably release about three of them at a time. Um, Do you know anything about the Bible party? Um. 
I know that Leviticus has a lot of fucked up shit in it. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's that's what, what we're hitting the highlights. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, but there's some stu- some shitty stuff in the New Testament. Maybe like, we'll talk. Maybe we'll toss you on an episode one of these days. It is shitty in there. Maybe the, maybe the Leviticus episode. Yeah, but like you know, in in the New Testament, it says that women aren't allowed to speak in church. And, oh yeah. Well, that's uh, I mean the Romans, whole point of. Can we plug it a little bit? Yeah, please. The whole, I mean, yeah. we're gonna plug it again when it's coming out. But the whole right. point of the podcast is basically that I truthfully i was raised christian but like that kind of like sweet sweet convenient christian where you go to the church you go to church when sad shit happens or maybe easter um or you know like when (laughs) when sad shit happens (laughs) like easter (laughs) yeah but like for the most part like it was my mom my half my family's catholic and barely touched Catholicism except like our grandparents with all the saints in the house. And then my mom's side of the family's Christian and just, I just, it wasn't that big of a deal and it was really like loose, loose and what, it, what is the term I'm trying to think of? Loose and steady? Loose yeah, just like, like chill, like a chill. Yeah, except, but except when there was no chill. Yeah. Except when you question whether or not Jesus was your personal savior and then all of a sudden the chills uh, all, course, yeah. yes, he is Cassandra, you know, so, <laughs> I love How that. How would I know? So I, I'm very, very, very unfamiliar with the Bible outside of like the greatest hits, you know, mm-hmm. and like maybe a moral here and there. But Mickey and the Midge, who goes by the name Steven on the podcast. Right. It's very weird. Weird. Very, yeah. Mm, um, he, can't be on that show. Sorry. Unless they yeah. want to put us on the Smodcast Network, in which case I'm willing to change his name. <laughs> um, but uh, Mickey and the Midge. That's Mickey and the, the Midge. That's so much catch. Mickey and the Midge of the morning. Mickey and the Midge. Here we go. They both grew up going to Catholic school. Yep. Um, Super Catholic. Very, very Catholic. So they know the Bible very well. We do. Um, I read the whole thing once. Yeah. Which like, is, that's a lot. That's a lot of shit in there. That's crazy. Yeah. And, you guys um, hear it another cuss, by the way. I'm well, doing, hey, I'm doing more cusses now. It felt that's a little forced. It. It's, it's, yeah. it's very forced. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to feel like it's not forced right now. Um, and so basically we just read through, they read, they pick out, but oh, we're joined by Erica Curry, who was on the podcast oh, a couple weeks ago. So, so funny. Yeah. I love Erica. She's hilarious. Um, she, she grew up like, um, this weird sort of like, um, where she from Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma Christian, where like you don't sing in church, like so like oh, an extra right. weird thing. But they basically they discuss beforehand without my knowledge what book they're gonna go through and read, and then they'll read parts of the Bible, and I will react genuinely because oh, so you is, don't have to do any research. That's I don't awesome. Have to do shit. That's this is awesome. the second <laughs> podcast that I'm on that I don't have to do anything except show up. Um, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and um, it's a good way. It's we're not trying to mock religion because we didn't write the Bible. Um, it kind of just mocks itself, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I I know and just like maybe two or three things from the Bible enough to to just question any religious person who comes at the door and say, well, okay, if this is the word of God, then what about this and this? You know, right? <laughs> and then I mean, and they'll say, oh, well, the other stuff says this I'm like well but it's the word of god right yeah it's you can't refute it right well, it's, yeah it's very like i mean having been raised catholic like there there is a lot of like we emphasize the parts that are like we think are like the things that we want to emphasize and then there's parts where we're like oh this is not really that that's not really a thing so then you can pick and choose what you want is, then is my thing it's like yeah so then 
Then why? why? You know, then this was a conversation 14-year-old Mickey had with himself when he read the whole Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, you'd be like right. And there's also like a faction of people that are like very logically minded where they're like, well, these stories are metaphorical or they're like they're translated from they've been translated all these different times. So it's tough to know exactly if that's literally what is being said or if it's just like speaking metaphorically or something loosely based on that. Right. Kind of thing. But then that is subject to interpretation. Right. Exactly. Yeah, You're just you're giving people a lot of credit with this and i just don't think that for as seriously and how involved the bible is in everyone's day-to-day lives whether you want it to be or not um you'd think that it would be a less horrifying sci-fi thriller of a book yeah um so Yeah, without spoiling the first episode, I definitely, the first episode we did, I I had the big question of, wait, so what's the moral of this story? Like, what what are people supposed to take from this into their day-to-day lives? And, you know, you guys all seem to be, all seem to agree for the most part on what it was, but I was like, So he turned into a pillar of salt? Like, I don't, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, like, I don't, I still don't get it. Or she turned into a pillar of salt. She did, yes. Right. Um, did yeah, we do that one? No, no we, we did. We, we'll do that. I, yeah. I've heard that one though because oh. we did that one when we were doing like a practice. The unaired we'll, pilot. Uh, yeah. uh, the unaired uh-huh. pilot where we all just wasted talking about the pilot, <laughs> talking about the podcast. Uh, nice. Um, so. But it, it yes. turns out that swearing um, can help boost your strength and reduce the sensation of pain. And so there's a, a paper that was done in the UK uh, where they found that people doing like weightlifting stuff if they were swearing and not swearing, when people were swearing, they had more strength and then they could withstand more pain. I think they also did that on Mythbusters where they stuck their hand in cold water and the people who sweared, swore, sweared. Was it, um, it, now could it be repeated with, this is, is it like, if you did it but just said a word angrily, like any word. Oh, that's a good point. Like, could, yeah. could that work? Fiddlesticks! Yeah, <laughs> fiddlesticks. Like, uh, yeah, but fiddlesticks, saying that out loud when you're in pain, like that's, that's a whole, you have to like think about that. Yeah. There's no, I think that the reason it's is, just is like because there's reaction. no thought, like we all just know it's to say that, fuck. It's in that base part of your brain. Yeah, it's like, and it, I would, I would argue that if you, let's say, raise your children to be allowed to cuss, that they don't have that same release when it comes to oh, saying oh, the F word, you know, because I wasn't allowed to curse until high school when I just fucking started cursing. Right. Um, and um, so I still, even though it flows out like butter, and so, but I still do have... <laughs> flows out like I, butter. I, I still do have, you know, a nice a nice feeling when I, when I have a really well-deserved, like, oh, yeah. shit or fuck. Mm. I've actually been taking to uh, Spanish curse words a lot because they're new to me and they were definitely not allowed when I was young. So oh. those are nice. You want to give us give a few us, Yeah, give us too. a, yeah. Um, my favorite one is coño. Uh-huh. Um, and um, there's also, I mean, pinche is nice, but that's like fucking, you know, like, uh-huh. you know, so like, you know. What does coño mean? Coño, well, I think directly it means like, um, 
shit or mm. or motherfucker. I mean, Konyo is kind of Those a re- are very different things. Well, it's kind of a regional one that one because I know that a lot of Mexicans um, use Konyo differently than Cubans do, but Cubans usually use it as like shit or yeah. something like that. Well, I'll say like you stub your toe, Konyo. Someone fucks up, Konyo. Like you know. It, oh, that makes sense though, because like I mean, cuss words aren't necessarily related to what they actually mean when we're just saying like when I say shit, I'm not talking about literal. Yeah, shit. totally. And like a Colombians, I've heard Colombians use madre coño, and then they use that as motherfucker or something like that. In uh, if you're trying to translate it directly to English, I guess. In Chile, it means according to the Wikipedia, it means um, Spaniard in the pre- pejorative way. Uh-huh. Um, in Mexico, it's a hit or bump in the head given with the knuckles. But in general, it means pussy or cunt. Yeah, that's the th- okay. That's what it is. Because I would say, is it? <laughs> I used to work at a restaurant, and the Mexican cooks there, or they were all from Mexico, and they would use Coño as my nickname because they knew I was Cuban. But they also knew that it's hilarious to call a woman that, and I also knew that it was hilarious to call a woman that because these people were my friends. If they, if I were not friends with them, I would not like this nickname. But right. yeah, that's what it is. I couldn't remember how it worked in, in yeah. Mexico. Coño, que buena esta. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but that one's nice. And um, chingas, chingas. That one's nice. Uh-huh. That's like you know, fuck you, right. whatever. Right. Okay. That one's this, a good one. Como chingas. The one that was in my Spanish dictionary when I was in high school, because I did look up the naughty words, sure. was Joder, like J-O-D-E-R. Isn't that a Joder. Game of Thrones character? Joder? Joder. That was like the... Yeah, that's the... What's the... Hold To fuck is Joder. J-O-D-E-R. All right. Oh, yeah. Boom. So, do you get the same release uh, in swearing in Spanish that you do? I do in when I say coño, just because that one I grew up it just with. comes right, right out, yeah. So, that one is like, I, I would see that. But, like, the other one's, like, not so much. But, you know, like, at the same time, like, the more I speak Spanish regularly, the more I do use the term pinche because I use fuck in, so much in my English language that it just kind of. Flew, it just kind of eased right in there. Nice. Everybody tweet in your, your favorite curse words from other languages. This is or, or English, too. Or English, English, if it's an yeah. interesting one. Um, just don't get yourself blocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Choose wisely. And uh, there was also a study that between Cambridge, Stanford, University of Hong Kong, and Maastricht, uh, where they found that participants who s- swore were tended to be more honest uh, if they were heavy swears. Mm, that makes so, sense. I don't trust you. Oh, I'm Mickey. sorry. I don't. I just. Don't it's just trust that it's you. early in the morning, and the cursing part of my brain isn't awake. I, I don't think. I wish I could believe you, but okay. if you said my fucking my brain fucking the fucking cursive fucking part of my brain is just not awake yet. What mm. if I had like a character that cussed a lot, and that was me on the show? I could be it. Little, that could work. A little late. We don't do. We don't do characters on the show. <laughs> no, I know, but I could do. Yeah. 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 What is this comedy? Bong 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 bong. Um. Comedy well, bang. but anyhow, I I'm all for swearing i've never well i it, it wasn't until like i was in my 30s before i swore in front of my parents oh man but i think it's because they did it first i did say fuck in front of my mom and i apologized like profusely right. that was like two months ago or like six months ago when i was in louisiana i just was i was i was tired you guys it was a disappointing moment for all of us mm. i'm trying to get my wife to swear more but she won't she tries. My mom yeah. won't ever swear, and I love when I, when she actually lets one loose. I I laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> um, that is great. Yeah, that's awesome. Not even oh, but she doesn't speak Spanish, does she? 
No, no, no. Yeah. She's white. Yeah. See, and, and like it's weird. My parents. White people can speak Spanish, by the way, but right. like she is not part of my Hispanic family. Uh, but uh, my parents like were totally cool. Like they would say shit and all the time, but if they would never say fuck. Like I didn't know the word fuck existed until I was in middle school because Whoa. no one's no one said it around me, and I was a little kid. All that good shit. I had cousins. <laughs> I had- yeah, it's coming out. <laughs> nice. It's happening. I had cousins who were allowed to swear from like age nothing. So like my mom, whenever I would go to my mom, and my dad were like, when you go over there, like don't start swearing like they do. You're not allowed to swear. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember when I first discovered swearing, it was just like all the time when no adults were around. It'd be like fucking shit. Fucking oh, shit. yeah. I, I actually I remember being so afraid of them that I would say the first part of the word and then like say a couple more words and then end it. So I'd be like, fuh. So guys, what do you think? Cuh. Like I would space it out like that so it wasn't really... So that God wouldn't hear <laughs> yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> there was a long time like just more, to emphasize more how weird my religious background was and how like where it was convenient and where I like, I don't think I started saying God damn it until my early 20s. Oh, Because wow. I was like that one... Oh wow. I'm not allowed. I'm I like even even like though I was like t- I was already doing improv. I was already like deep in it. I like barely believed in God, but for some reason I still just like I couldn't say That's interesting. God damn it wow. because that one was one that my mom re- and even still if I accidentally say God damn it in front of my mom I'll apologize. Wow. Cuz that one is just like not not kosh in our family. I don't know if I ever say like the full god damn it. I'll say I'll say damn, but like god damn it so many syllables. <laughs> but that's what kind of makes it nice. Yeah, you got to you know? dry- Like cuz that one you can really like something really ha- bad happens and you just can go like god Hey, Damn it, Michael Binhock. Oh, uh, yeah. Give us a give us a good German swear. Um, uh, Bearded Baca tends to curse in Spanish more than English. Mierda. Oh, mierda is good one. Oh yeah, that's mierda. a good one. Because that's like merda in in, in French. French. Yeah, yeah. which is shit. Yeah. yeah, a lot of words for shit. Oh. If, if we're just there's also um, there's cabron. I think it technically means bastard, but yeah. like a lot of people will just use that as like a. Like, if you ever listen to George Lopez do stand-up, he says cabron a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I've heard that one just uh, from TV shows and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Binhock swears like a sailor when he plays online games uh, because he was a sailor. Um, so anytime you swear, he's experienced like a with sailor. this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like by definition, if any, he eats like a sailor right. and he walks like a sailor. He even plays online games like, like a, a sailor. sailor. Uh, back to the trailers, though. Did did you um, did you get excited about the uh, the Star Wars? Oh, Force Awakens? oh we didn't I'm, get we didn't get. Sorry, to I, like, so, no, we we totally rewind. We totally, yeah, we're good. Um, yeah, this, no, the Star Wars one. Look, I was the major sitting next to me, and he's of course a hater of all did, things. Did he get a, a double booster? From he was he was in the cup, like oh, in the cup, in the, in the cup He was like, <laughs> he was like, I, I'm comfortable in this. Spot um, on. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's top of the hour, and you're listening to this podcast, uh, Nooner Show on this podcast radio network. <laughs> Keep going. Got it in there. Um, no, but I was. Like the the music started playing and I automatically like I have the psych like I can't control it response. Not even just like the little like the tingly sound that they do in the trailers. The the, the Lucasfilm one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, here it comes. And so I was just like, 
having an emotional, like spiritual experience. And then Stephen, or the midge was just like, ugh. like he literally turned to me ugh. after it was over and went, ugh. was he wearing a, 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 a tweed jacket? And and a vest, a Actually, sweater vest. tweed hat on. Didn't he, he had a tweed hat, alligator boots, and uh, tight jeans with a plaid shirt tucked into him. He was he was looking like some natty dresser. <laughs> yeah. He is a natty. I dresser. saw his his outfit after, and I was and I yeah, he looked like he was going through a midlife crisis. It was it was interesting, um, but yeah, we had that. We had Thor Ragnarok, which looks awesome. Super excited. I think we talked about that one on the show. Before. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's. So jazzed. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Blade Runner 2049? No, we didn't. That came out yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, and it that. is, you know, uh, Denis Villeneuve, he directed it, and it is, um, it's really bu- visually beautiful. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm not that familiar with his canon. He but did Arrival, didn't he? He did Arrival. Yeah, Arrival's yeah, did, fucking uh, great. Sicario. And that was a natural one, you have to admit. That one, I didn't even think about. So, oh, yeah. Good be right. credit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is he talking about? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one. Um, Verfickte Scheiße. Uh, Verfickte Scheiße. Scheiße. Um, that's that's fucking, fucking shit, shit in German. And then Muntkussel is a spoonerism that uh, Tyson does. Well, that, see, that's radio friendly and very dirty sounding. So I like that. Muntkussel. Yeah. I don't even like don't hearing like that. that. <laughs> yeah. That one didn't feel good coming out. <laughs> Sorry, Tyson. I'm 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 on Just your the word side. Munt. Yeah, Munt. Ugh. Yeah, and then Cussel. Uh, yeah, I think it's Cussel for me. Cussel's really not. It's just not it, just, good. It, yeah. it feels like a weird. Ugh. It feels like a, a strong clam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like a mussels and it clam, like, like as a fish. And then I'm like, just I'm just. Oh, yeah, I'll have a bowl a really of munt cussels, please. <laughs> Steamed munt cussels. Oh my in god, a you have to broth. go to this place. They have the best munt cussel soup. <laughs> um, <laughs> only on Thursdays. Wonder Woman, that trailer also came out. I didn't out. see the Wonder Woman. A, no, new, we had... a new Wonder Woman trailer came What's out. The co- there's a big controversy about how they're not like advertising Wonder Woman as much as they advertise their normal male-driven superheroes. Yeah. Really? Uh, like I... the only advertising, or like the only product placement advertising that they've had has been like on a diet bar, apparently. Oh, cool. I saw that, so yeah, I was like, cool, good luck, DC, thanks. Um, the, yeah, Diet Dr. Pepper is uh, branded with Wonder Woman because, oh, you right. know, for the empowerment of women to mm-hmm. lose weight and yeah to lose weight while continuing to kill themselves with the poison that is soda and they actually won't lose weight anyways yeah and also yeah. the secondary poison that is diet dr pepper like if you're drinking a diet beverage or drink diet coke like who are you fucking kidding but i'm it's not that excited poison. about yeah, yeah it is <laughs> i'm not that excited about wonder woman that's because they haven't been advertising correctly oh right right, right, right. The, the one trailer that i saw was like I was like, uh, I was kind of split between like parts that I was like, oh, this looks so dope. Like there were parts where they were like on the island and like training to fight and shit. And I was like, this looks great. Uh, but then like there were other parts that I was like, I don't know. We'll see. Like I, I, I have hopes. Still. Why do people think it's not going to be good? I don't no. understand. No, I think it looks good. Um, I'm, I'm psyched. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's not going to be good. I'm just not that excited about it. Um, just because I, I guess you, I was, I like Wonder Woman. I just don't think that, I mean, Gal Gadot is so gorgeous, but. I would. I, I don't know. She. I wanted to see somebody who's probably like more kick ass. I guess. Um, What's not kick ass about her? Um. Do you see know. the? Her Who would the, you have rather had? <laughs> you come up with a couple, couple um, of Gal Gadot fans here. Yeah. Right? Oh, geez. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Who would I rather have? Uh, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate is Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Got something to say about that? Hmm. I don't see it. <sighs> Whatever. Um. 
There's baby some... steps. I'm not ready for a Jewish Wonder Woman. <laughs> Fair enough. Wait, no, but Gal Gadot is Israeli. So. Oh yeah. So. What? <laughs> Cassandra, Cassandra has changed her mind about this movie. Um, then there's the, the Dark Tower one, the, the Stephen I, King. I didn't get any of these. I got Spider-Man, Thor, um, Star Wars. I got all the Disney shit. And then I had um, That's the something about Transformers. Yeah. Um, Another one? Yeah, yeah, there are two more coming. Transformers. Who's in these ones now? Is it just Mar- a real Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh. He's in them. He's, he's... You sound like Mark Wahlberg's deaf cousin. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I was... Look, I've got a really good Boston accent. I can't help it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Dark Towers, the uh, the yeah. Gunslinger one, the Stephen King with... Uh, it, Idris Elba, right? Idris Elba oh, and yeah. Mehehe as the man in black. All right. Mm. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there's some great movies coming out. King Arthur, not that interested in that one. The Elian Gonzalez documentary. Really? Looking forward to that nice. one. Nice. Apparently, you want to go see that with me? Yeah, totally. Fuck he, yeah. he grew up all hunky, I guess. You know, I don't know, but he's he's an adult now. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I know that. he's an adult now. His uh, story is horrifying. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be my. I think I'm gonna. I think it comes out like next week or something like that. They'll probably only play it at select theaters. Oh yeah, I'm sure. No, it's a documentary. It's going to run on like. It's called Ilan. Ilan. I hope that Netflix play, pays for it and buys it, picks it up. Um. All right. But uh, the the ones that I really am excited about, there are two of them. One is uh, It Comes at Night. That's uh, with, oh, yeah. with uh, one of the Edgerton guys. And it's um, directed by uh, the woman who, who did uh, that vampire movie in, in where it's uh, something walking down the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, uh, what is... God damn it. I'm going to have to... Uh, but The Girl Who Walks Home Alone at Night. Yeah. The Girl Walks Home... Sure. It's one of those... Um, some combination of those words yeah. will eventually unlock the code to the movie. Uh, so that one, it looks really good, and the reviews have been good. And also The Big Sick, which is Kamel Nanjani's, um, oh, yeah. the one he wrote with his wife, Emily Nanjani. No, Emily something or other. I feel like I've been hearing about that forever and keep being like, oh, when can I watch this? And it's like, never. You can never see this. Well, you know, for these smaller movies, they go to the film festival right. circuit. Like, that's why you won't see uh, Bill's movie. Uh, it's still in the festival circuit, mm. and it, he's going to be taking it to a bunch of more festivals before we'll ever get to see it in the theaters. Well, hopefully in the theaters. If not, um, it'll go on VOD. Right. But um, yeah, the big sick. They wrote it, and it it uh, was co-produced by um, what's his name, the comedian who does everything. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow and with Ray Romano. And the trailer's really funny and it just looks really good. Is it Ray Romano in it? Um, yes, he is in it. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, he plays the father-in-law. Deborah. I'm looking forward to... <laughs> you sound like Ray Romano's deaf cousin. <laughs> um, Beatrice at dinner. Okay, go on. And um, I'm trying to find what this fucking... It's the, it's the new... Um, Aubrey Plaza movie? No, it's oh. the new. Um, oh, girls' trip is gonna be dope. Um, and um, fuck it. Oh, baby driver. Oh, baby oh, driver. Yeah. Of I'm course. looking forward to that one. So that trailer's. It's hard to say whether, like, I mean, you know, the, do you want to explain what this the movie is? I I don't I don't completely. It has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Baby Driver. It played at South by Southwest. Yeah. It's the new Edgar Wright, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, Edgar Wright. 
And um, and Ansel Elgort, hunky hunkster, plays yeah. baby. Baby looks like um, nobody puts baby in a corner. Shane Shane from Walking Dead is going to be in there. Uh, oh, yeah. Kevin Spacey, John Hamm, Jamie Fox. It, and it's basically a pure action movie that is based that is driven a crime comedy about a getaway driver who takes part in a terrible heist. And it's all very soundtrack driven, and yeah. right. and Edgar Wright is he a has big, like drive is a music nerd. Yeah, and when and the character has tinnitus, so he always has to have the, the headphones. Oh yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. The oh. house should be cute too, because even it's probably gonna be stupid, but it's like Amy Poehler and Will Ferrell oh. movie. But it's probably gonna be fucking pretty hilarious. Anyways, it's just gonna yeah. be one of those movies that you're gonna watch once and you're like, that was really funny. Like, yeah, that was great. Just like the, what was the one that they did? Um, the last one that they did, Sisters? Sisters, yeah. I watched that one and I was like, gosh, like this movie could have been so much better as far as plot goes, but I did laugh out loud a lot. I think that counts for a lot. It, it does. Oh. I mean, it could have been better, but at the same time, it was pretty fucking funny. So who cares? I, yeah. would, I, would I watch it again? No. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I remember seeing Meet the Parents and just, I didn't have any interest in seeing it. And then I like when Meet I saw, the Parents a lot. I could not stop laughing. It's I was just pretty funny tears movie. rolling down my yeah. I was watching it on a computer and just died. It's not a cool movie to like, but it is a very funny one. Um, a classic. A classic of movies that are pretty funny, even though they're not. I don't know necessarily the best reputation. Um, Jalen says that uh, the she loves the new Wonder Woman trailer. It looks like it could be the best DC film yet. You know, I I, I think that's my problem. That's why I don't want to see it because. All the DC movies have sucked. Yeah, I was that's just, why. And it, so I'm happy to be wrong. Was now were the Christian Bale Batman movies? Were those, those weren't DC movies? They were. I mean, they are DC movies. They're, they're DC, but they're not of the. Good. They're not of the current DC. Can they restarted the universe with Man of Steel? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which, so, which just I, I. So Batman versus Superman was part of that, though. Right. Because I got still got bones to pick with that movie. It's actually Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. Right. And right. is Ben Affleck, he's out, right? Uh, he no, he's still he, in it. Oh, he, he's, I he's just not directing, I think. Yeah, so he's... Too much work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it is a lot of work directing a $200 million. I know, million. and you're also, Jesus. he had to take all the blame for when everyone was like, oh, gosh, it sucks so much. He had all those Curb Your Enthusiasm. And he's mm-hmm. in recovery. And he's stealing... Oh, he's a boozer. Him but, and Brad Pitt both. Yeah. Like, there are these crazy things on you can look at interviews where he's clearly drunk wow um, that's fucking gnarly yeah but he's still an executive producer on justice league and jane is also looking forward to wonder woman okay you know what? i will see it i will see it because i, yeah, I want to like give it a the lot chance. of our female listeners I, are looking forward to fucking and wonder i want woman. i want the approval of women so i'll go see it <laughs> i won't like it whatever cool. it takes yep baby steps <laughs> <laughs> um um yeah, Fucking I'm trying SNL. to think of other movies. Uh, I oh wait, another trailer I saw uh, was actually the new Alien. Uh, oh right, duh. Kind of excited about the new Alien. Not gonna but lie, I was so disappointed by Prometheus. I even liked Prometheus. Is how deep I am in the well, Alien. I liked Prometheus after I watched it. Went on Wikipedia, read about it, and it was explained to me. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's yeah. pretty cool. I would have never gotten that, but which yeah. I don't really like that about a movie. That's so. There's so 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 many stupid moments in that movie, and so many fantastic moments, and it's so gorgeous, and it's those stupid moments that made me so mad because it could have been perfect. No, I th- I think that makes total sense. For me, it was just literally just I, especially when I'm like when a movie is giving me things I like, and I'm only watching it once. 
I will totally ignore stupid shit it does. Like, I kind of did that with Guardians yesterday. Like, as we were leaving Guardians, the midge was pointing out flaws with it. And I was like, yeah, but, like, I really liked it. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, no, so I just, but if, I, if a movie can make you not think about those yeah. the, the flaws, then it succeeds. And it no, just, I, I have such a problem. Anything that is, like, giving me the very specific things that I like, my brain will just gloss over flaws so hard. Unless they're like glaring and throughout the entire movie, but if it's just like like the I, the one that people talk about all the time in Prometheus, which I gr- agree is stupid, is they have the trained biologist guy yeah, touching the snake's yeah. mouth or whatever. It's, so <laughs> it's very dumb. Uh, Michael Binhock is looking forward to Atomic Blonde with Charlize Theron oh, yeah. because of the setting of the fall of the Berlin Wall. It's mm. not all about you and Germany, okay, Michael? God. But it does look good, Michael. I agree. What's it about? It's about uh, this great movie that I saw the trailer for, but I can't remember the plot. Awesome. Well, good. You shouldn't. Um, I'm looking forward to the new Jumanji because I love a Rock and Kevin Hart mashup, and I'm not being sarcastic. No, wait. There's a Jumanji with Kevin Hart and The Rock? Kevin Hart, The Rock. Is it is it directed uh, by John Favreau? Is that... uh, Jack Black is in it. Um, oh, Jake Kasdan okay. directed it. Yeah. Okay, it's, wait. I really want to watch this. Actually, yeah, it's gonna be fucking awesome. Did I tell you? I used to see Jake Kasdan all the time at this. Ooh, Nick Jonas is in this shit too. What? what? Yes. It's muscle and muscle and muscle. Woohoo! But he Christian. And ca- and <laughs> you know, Karen, high five to Jesus. Karen Gillan is in it oh, from right. Guardians. Oh uh, yeah. I she could from, be a good uh, Wonder Woman, except yeah. she's all gingery. But I, you can I'm fix not that. ready for a ginger one. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just Gal Gadot. <laughs> just I just Gal got Gadot. over finding out that she was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> what if you found out that her natural hair color was red? Also, I guess it would be, be a rough time. I you'd have to. It'd be like those um, those people who were like, I hate Obamacare, and they're <laughs> and they're like, well, I like the Affordable Care Act, and they're like, it's the same thing, and then they go. <gasps> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's what is happening to me with my with with Wonder with, Woman. <laughs> yeah, as if I actually give a shit. Uh, so there, they could have made Wonder Woman black, and I would have been like, cool, I would have yeah. nice idea. So pull up, yeah. nice. Pull up Karen Gillan's outfit in Jumanji on the com- on the computer on the oh. computer. Oh. So that okay. so there's an outcry because people are saying that you know. Oh, wow, you type in Karen, and are these two computers linked that I see when yeah, you just yeah, Google? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, I was like, what are the odds? Um, so she wears like this crop top and I mean, she's basically dressed like Laura Croft and which, you know, which is not un, un soft I on the I smell eyes. Halloween 2018. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. going to be my costume. Yeah. Um, but so there's been controversy because it's that people are finding it sexist and, but I guess that's part of the joke. There's a joke about it in the, the thing that she's saying, um, in interviews, but at the same time, it is pretty revealing. But um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, <laughs> we had to watch a brief uh, oh. advertisement for the BET Awards there for a second. Oh, what? So, uh, so yeah. I mean, it's I. I guess if the, they're like hanging a lantern on it, it's it could be kind of a funny joke. I literally I know nothing about any of this. I'm so I'm I'm just learning of this I now. I mean, like if it says that it makes sense in the plot. Yeah, I'd have to see the movie, honestly. It says, um, the plot involves four high school students who are forced to clean out the basement of their school while in detention. They find an old video game rather than the board game version of the movie starring Robin Williams, and each chooses a character to play. The teenage, the teenagers become the characters they selected, leading to the nerdy boy becoming The Rock's character and the popular girl to becoming Jack Black's character. 
the more shy, rever- reserved teenage girl ends up becoming Karen Gillan's character. The video game is old and dusty, so presumably the reason she's dressed in tiny clothing is because how that's how female video characters used to be dressed. That's how they are dressed. Yeah, I was going to yeah, be like, yeah, it's yeah, really exactly. not that. So that's, that's it. Okay, fine. They're basi- yeah, if you right. have a fucking problem with the costume, you have a problem with the video game industry. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which no, a lot I, of feminists do. Yeah, yeah. Yep. totally. Including uh, me. Um, this feminist, uh, yeah, I'm uh, bothered by it. Um, but like actually not that bothered by it yeah, no. yeah I think I it's funny because actually you know I've, I've wanted to I've take, taken a bunch of stabs at writing a, a movie like this you know where they're playing people are playing characters and then like the asshole kid guy boy gets transformed into the, the bub, you know, bodacious uh, woman you know and then just having to deal with that I thought would be funny yeah that's, um, so that's I'm, I'm, I'm for it like if, if it yeah. does go from video game to live action that that makes perfect sense and um, they they cast the right person in would it, it have I, made I people feel better or worse if they would have made Kevin Hart's character look ghetto or Jack Black, right. Black in in short shorts no, I'm saying that oh, like yeah. if we're following video game stereotypes, stereotypes yeah. oh yeah, if they would have made Kevin Hart's character look ghetto, oh, right, right, like something out of uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, exactly, yeah, because yeah. that's how you know. I mean, yeah. would that have made people feel better or worse? Right, right, right. And and The Rock, who knows what his ethnicity is? You know, it's a mystery. He's black. The Rock? Mm-hmm. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Isn't isn't he part Polynesian too? I know. Well, maybe also, but like, I'm pretty sure he's black. Also, oh, oh okay. I feel there's certain biracial of some. Well, kind. sure, biracial, but I'm but I, positive I think, that he's black. I think, yeah, I think black is in the mix. Um, his mother is Samoan, so there you go. There you go. We're both right. Go team. Go Everyone team. Everyone is Yay. right. And I'll tell you, and we'll tell you how you should feel about that. Um, Black Nova Scotian origin. Wow. Hmm. So J.P. Cutter said... The Rock said, became a Canadian citizen in 2009 due to changes in Canadian nationality law. Okay. All right. Um, oh, because his dad's from Canada. Good call seeing five steps ahead when he has to... <laughs> no. So that he can take off to Canada. Isn't he like an American hero? Like, like there, nobody has what anything a, bad to say about The Rock. fucking awesome nice. dude. Another person who cusses a lot. Oh, does he? Okay, oh, so, yeah. If you watch, looking at me like that. If you watch any of his Instagram stories or his Instagram videos, you're like, The Rock likes to cuss. Like when he yeah. broke his finger and he showed his twisted ass finger. I did oh, not shit. catch don't, that one. Don't look at it. I don't really don't watch the, don't the videos that much. I don't really watch the videos that much because I don't care, but I do follow him on Instagram. Uh, and I think he's, so I guess I like, do care. he's funny and he has a great work ethic and he's kind and, oh, and he's good to fans. He, he dedicates yeah. a lot of time to charity. Yeah. You know, screw that guy. Fuck him. No, he's the best. I know. Uh, if only he's like the only wrestler who was able to do that too. Yeah, who was it that called him? I think it was a, like uh, some, I forget which actor was like, I want to get really buff for this role and called The Rock, and then The Rock like helped him like, get super buff for the role. It might have been Chris Pratt. I don't know. I forget. Um, I don't you think guys, I, The Rock broken finger is pretty gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I told Yikes. you not to look it don't up. Look. look, look at it real no, quick, no, no, Cassandra. No, 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 don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't. You can't unlook at it. See, it does. It bends in a way it looks that fake. It does look kind of. Fake. <laughs> oh, apparently it was fake. It was. Yeah, shares video of twisted finger after fake something is the words that I'm reading right now from DailyMail.co.uk. Oh, was it fake? All right. Well, I bought it. It was just a prosthetic for his new movie. Okay, because oh, like okay. I've never seen a finger do that. Yeah, no, it was pretty intense. 
Watch me. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. Um, you probably see, Ooh. but like you know, if you were in the medical industry, you might have seen a finger do that. Well, that's why I'm not in the medical industry. <laughs> so, because hell no. <laughs> so, thirteen reasons why was renewed for a second season, which is kind of weird because it, this is not a spoiler. It's about the suicide of, uh, or the death of a uh, a girl, and so it's like, well, she's gone. How, how, what are you going to do for season? Right. Someone well, else is going to kill. And the premise son. of the show was like these thirteen tapes around with like that were her suicide note so it's like if you run out of those tapes you don't it seems like you would run out of episode premises but right but then they found a second box of tapes right exactly that's what i'm kind of wondering more reasons why uh did you you guys haven't seen the show have you i have not no i I, you know what i we were talking about this this morning where like i've been seeing it pop up a lot in my um facebook feed of people who either loved it or like hated it and the points that were being made towards hating it were points that I would probably align myself with. So I was What like, are those points? That it's not safe to be showing kids like um, TV shows like glamorizing suicide so much. Um, uh, but is it glamorizing suicide? I think that's the I question. haven't watched it yet. That's right. what I'm saying. Is yeah. it, so, so it's on my to-do list so I can figure out whether or not I'd hate it. But then I also like, I know that it's about suicide. So I was like, gosh, when am I going to be bummed out enough to want to watch yeah, that's this? Yeah, the thing is like, I don't know if I, I'm not like psyched to go check out 13 Reasons Why because yeah. it yeah. sounds like a kind of a bummerino. Yeah. The, um, a bummerino? Yeah. Uh, it's totally that's a normal filthy thing to word. Say. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you take that elsewhere. You yeah. do not say that word in <laughs> Uh, bummerino please tweet if the word bummerino offended you uh, yeah you guys. talk to the fcc <laughs> uh anyway i don't remember what point i was gonna make it was gonna be really salient and beautiful though so no. you guys oh, just by the way, oh, michael benhock reminded me it was hugh jackman who asked the rock about his uh, workout routine and uh, that's why you see a huge jump from uh, first x-men you see a huge jackman a huge jackman between x-men and wolverine darren says that the rock is a republican what? also everyone's like crazy to point out that john cena has done more wake a wish uh wishes than any other celebrity i didn't say that the rock had the most i just said that he did a lot i know that john cena has done a lot of things for children, yeah. and he is also trying to get a successful actor career and not. John Cena kind of, I think, kind of sometimes trying to chop the chomp the rock's flavor with just being like, "Look, you guys, I'm like, funny. I can also do this." Um, yeah, though he was funny. John Cena's train wreck. Yeah, he was hilarious. In and the if Amy you Schumer look at movie. the outtakes of that, he was even funnier. Like I, he's he's really funny. Yeah, he's guy. super funny. Here's John Cena's problem: he looks like a fucking tank. <laughs> yes. Like the Rock he, he is looks huge. Inhuman. Yeah, the Rock is also very big, but for some reason it works cuz he's like the Samoan guy and yeah. like he plays like you know, like oh, a former football player this isn't this. Whereas like yeah. John Cena looks like John Cena looks like a video game character He looks the like 80s. a right. shoebox. Yeah. yeah. Like he's yeah. just He's a walking brick. He's yeah. fucking gigantic, and in his his yeah his. Head but imagine is, what he would look like if he wasn't that big. Yeah, I can't. It'd be so weird. It'd just I, be like I, a I, giant head. Is I what can't I'm even picture it. I yeah. can't even. picture I can't it. picture him being any less muscular. He's probably not helping himself, I guess, with like the very like military style looking haircuts, because I guess that kind of gives me more of that like eighties car- uh, not cartoon character uh, GI Joe kind of vibe. Sure, and. They have yet to put out a good G.I. Joe movie. That's true. I so. love, I've watched both G.I. Joe movies like six times. You're going to say you love the G.I. Joe movies right now? Um, they're just so bad. And, okay. And okay. They're, the uh, only thing I remember is that the first one had uh, that Black Eyed Peas song at the end of it. Uh, 
The second one was directed by the son of the owner of the restaurant where I had my rehearsal dinner at. <laughs> isn't that, so you know him. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Uh, I know his dad. Or, so LA. Uh, yeah. Um, um, it's, that, that, is, that, that is a sort of like name dropping I can do. Yeah, just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I sat next to a butcher on a bench and, <laughs> and I, the guy who directed the second G.I. Joe and step up to um, his father owns a very good restaurant. Channing Tatum dies like very early into the second. Yeah, because Joe. he did not want to be in that movie. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Channing Tatum kind of a similar to John Cena. Look. I was just thinking that yeah. that if maybe John Cena was a little bit taller. How tall is John Cena? For some reason, he looks like he's short to me. No, I think he's he's massive. I think. How tall? Okay. Is John <laughs> Cena? I, I, you know, six the, one. Okay, wow, no, he sure. looks five seven <laughs> um, <laughs> because he's so. Well, The Rock is like like six, six seven five, or six, six five. Oh, six five. There you go. So what? I would imagine if you put, I would imagine if you put the John two of them Cena's next to each 40? other. Forty. Yeah, he and he just got engaged, and we should all congratulate him. Good job, John Cena. Yeah. So one of the Bella twins. I don't know who that is. I don't know. It's so, their female wrestlers. He, oh. he doesn't know which one either. Oh, right, 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 right. They have um, the E show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have a show on E. So. E. 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 Aren't you supposed to say it with the exclamation point? E. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, David Castro said, said, with headphones, I just <laughs> screamed into the microphone. Oh, David Castro said that 13 Reasons Why is a great show. It gets you right in the feels. Does not glamorize suicide, not for kids. Um, but yet kids love it. Like, or like they, they're really into it. My coworker's eight-year-old daughter was like, can I see a 13 Reasons Why? And I was like, no, do not let my, you know, my sister directed episodes 11 and 12. And one of those. Has, oh, your sister dir- directed some of it? Yeah. Oh. And like one with like that, with a very graphic scene in it. And she's like her teenage daughter. She won't let watch it. Mm. So, I mean, and I was like, you're in the best situation to talk about it. And like the, my feeling is like it. Teenage suicide is something that happens and something that should be discussed and it shouldn't just be left out in like just like as something that, oh, we don't talk about that. And then someone kills himself. If somebody's depressed, they should know about that. Like this is, they're not alone, that these feelings are, um, are universal amongst teens or 20% of every, one out of five teenagers has suicidal thoughts. Right, yeah. And so you should dramatize it in a way that's realistic and not just have it be like you know there's a uh a, what's her name hillary duff movie where she contemplates suicide and then doesn't you know and, and really i've never even heard of that oh it's something i used to be big time on the duff train too like i was yeah. lizzie mcguire was my jam when i was growing up yeah Com- mickey coming up was all about the lizzie mcguire tv show and movies gordo <laughs> Uh, I just found because I googled how tall Channing Tatum was and six one, and then they were like Joe Mangianello is that yeah, his name is yeah. six five Aquaman Sam Zaddy. <laughs> according to Woo! Greta, according to Greta is the movie I'm thinking of. Oh, by the way, I have chills in my frills right the now. The midge just fr- got two inches shorter, so now oh. he's even, he's barely, barely. Oh, the midge. I'm oh. just saying, that is some news. Yeah. yeah. Six, five, he's- with that body and that Hispanic charm, goddamn! 
Uh-huh. New crush. Oh man. Well, Chris Hemsworth is 6-3. I gotta get off this Google. Yeah, you're, you're right. literally just Ryan Reynolds 6-2. Oh my god. Dave Franco's only 5-7. We're learning a lot over no here. No one's shocked like, about that. Learning... He's a small little guy. Why yeah. did she... Wait, we're talking about 13 reasons why. We're talking about Ryan serious Gosling things. Ryan Gosling is 6 feet. <laughs> Jesus num, 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 num. Christ. You should have given us a computer. <laughs> I know. G- give me give me that computer. Oh, Joseph Gordon no. Joseph Gordon Levitt's only 5-9. What a little fucking twerp. Oh, that's that, that's not like the worst. That's not like um Jamie Foxx only 5-9. Mm. Yeah. It's not Tom Cruise or or Sylvester Stallone or How tall is Sylvester Stallone? Or Harry Potter. Um, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe's is a little shorty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, so uh, Jadlin says, I think there are at least two more plots to explore. One character shot themselves in the head and another stockpiling guns. Oh, wow. Um, well, I, I, somebody said that uh, I read in support of a season two is when you, like, when they talked about the, the suicide, like they have a 14th episode of 13 Reasons Why where they talk about teen suicide. And the producers are incredibly sensitive to the fact that, um, that, this is a very serious subject and they you know they put disclaimers in front of the the more disturbing episodes and their fear is that one incident is going to just set the whole thing you know off the rails right. you know and it will just snowball into negative publicity but they think it's an important story to tell and you know like the day of the violent shooting they had like therapy animals on set you know, for any anybody who had problems with it, and like a lot of crew members were really disturbed by these things, and sure. so the, but the actress was super amazing. She said, um, "I I can see it being a difficult thing to, and it does sound. I mean, I, again, this is me not super familiar with the show, kind of just talking off the cuff here, but I think the it does sound like they're at least attempting to go about it as respectfully as possible because they really want to tell." A story that they think is important, which I mm-hmm. I respect. Mm-hmm. I can. I, I'm know. gonna have to watch it. I know it's one of those things. Also, um, who said that Joey? I did. Magali, Aquaman. I, I'm wrong. He's much totally, totally wrong. Oh, yeah, was, Aquaman is Jason Momoa, who is six four. Oh, Jesus, that, <laughs> this is the weirdest conversation. So Ben Affleck six four two. What? I knew Ben Affleck was tall. I didn't. When he was doing the the tire flipping in Batman, you could tell he was pretty tall. Fuck, that was the like, best part of that movie. That was the I could have watched two hours of just uh, Ben Affleck. Me too, and I know? still would have found just as much about Superman <laughs> as I already did. I need to know more about Superman before I can understand. Yeah, what yeah. about Henry Cavill? What? Did, how tall is he? Okay. <laughs> okay, but Let in me season Google, two, Googie, Googie. in season two, what they can they they'll show. I, I don't know if they, the writers. I'm I'm guessing is that. What happens when somebody kills themselves is that they're forgotten, you know, and like a, a lot of people six one yeah will like like in their suicidal ideation they're like oh I'll show them I'll make them pay you know mm. and I mean yeah it's incredibly painful but people move on and right. I, and I think that that's a, an important thing to show that's what they're trying to show no I'm saying that that would be a good thing to show oh. you know well I think another um. Another good effect of the show that I've seen is like I saw from my hometown, like a counselor post something on Facebook that was like, look, like, you know, this is this is a thing that we need to talk about. And like they had written this whole article about it. Like, so I'm I think that there's a good conversation kind of growing from this. Right. Which is to me seems like a victory for the show. Right. And I think that if you are and and 
your parents let us know what you guys think what what you would do with your kids or what you are doing with your kids it's like is to watch it with your kids and then so you can discuss it you Absolutely. know because it's a yeah well and i will say like thinking it putting myself into the brain of teenage mickey i would have found this show and watched it like i yeah, I, would have seen, I, I would have watched, watched the too. shit out yeah, of it yeah like are you this is this is teen crack like and the soundtrack is really good oh yeah and, you no know. i guarantee you every teenager wants to watch this show like yeah. if it, it just sounds like the exact kind of thing that they and like it it kind of feeds into i guess in some ways like the bad impulses of teenagers because they want to seek out things that are potentially not great Harmful. for their mental state right they're um, but as yeah. long as it's it, tastefully done, it is their most popular show. <laughs> yeah, which right is now? Netflix. No, of all time. Netflix oh, wow. is the what? Most popular show. Yeah. Holy wow. crap! It's like twice as my, twice as watched than Stranger Things. Wow. Yeah. I, another show I haven't seen. Yeah. Stranger Things is pretty good. Yeah. Different reasons, but pretty good. Army yeah. Hammer, six foot five. Oh, my! Wowie, we wow. You have to imagine the, these these hunky dudes like no, when they're but, like some own... of them are short and That's like true. movie magic you you figure it out but like well like Sylvester Stone notoriously was he's five ten average height. yeah so he's my uh, height yeah, yeah Alexander Sarsgaard Sarsgaard six mm-hmm. four Wowie too bad I'll never find him attractive again after Big Little Lies. <laughs> Oh really? Is he yeah, a total he's re- shit? Yeah, he's really good in it. Oh, that's which awesome! I love that. His, oh, that's, have you seen Big Little Lies? No, but I I love that's, that. It's pretty good. I, that that says something about him as an actor, you know? Yeah, he can make yeah. It's movie. really hard. Like when I look at him now, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he has a brother. Yeah, he does. Who's playing? Oh, by there's also a new It trailer, and that's coming oh, out in yeah. September. And that's a. Fu- uh, I mean, I I've said my things about the book, but that trailer is. Pretty, pretty Wait, creepy. Did you not like the book? I haven't no, heard your things about the book. I want to know. Oh, have you read the book? I have. A long time ago when I was... Okay, like, yeah. I, I was super into Stephen okay. King when I was in like, middle very school. Very quick, quick little spoiler. It'll be 30 seconds. If you don't want to know about it, turn on this off for 30 seconds. But it, the, the climax of... It turns out that the the clown is a spider and that the way to defeat it is to have <laughs> gang sex in, in with 11-year-olds having like group sex in the sewers. That's, that's how they defeat what? the spider. <laughs> okay? That is bullshit. That's utter bullshit. I and I remember, remember reading that. this book and being like, oh my God, it's so cra- scary, crazy. Uh, what? <laughs> hey, hey, Stephen King, eat a dick. Fuck you. You know, like, oh, I'm so... Furious. The parts of the book I remember are so different than that that I have to go back and read it again. Oh my god! Literally, is so fucked up and and just infuriating. And like, if you read on writing, which is a great book, that yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, And he talks about like how he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really uh, outline. You know, he just sort of has an idea and starts writing. Well, Mm. clearly, because you wrote yourself into a corner and you're like, oh, uh, uh, clown is a spider and uh, kids fuck. But like the last book, what, what's your favorite Stephen King book? Uh, I, I actually like when I was a kid, the ones that I read the most were short stories. So like uh-huh. I was really into like Nightmares and Dreamscapes. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Night Shift. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. There's there was uh, a bunch of them. Like I, I just really different, liked the short stories. Different a lot. seasons yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Different seasons. That's the, is, is it that or it's got the, like different seasons on the cover? Yeah, that's. Yeah. It's yeah. like it might just be called like. Anyways. Yes. So. That would be those were like really my go to uh, of the novels, I guess. I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Uh, yeah, the the last book that he said in on writing that he he outlined was the Dead Zone, 
And I don't know if you've read the book or seen the movie. I don't think I have actually. It's a great book, great movie. Uh, Walken is in it, and um, and it is super tight. It's like a three hundred and sixty page book as opposed to the Stand, which is eight hundred and whatever nine hundred pages. The Midge is currently reading the Stand, the and law, I have to carry it around one. for him. Because, oh right, because he, it's so big. Right, and he gets his exercise by turning the pages. Right? Right, I was exactly. shocked when I saw how big of that that book was. Yeah, yeah. and it's a tome. Yeah, and. I guarantee he did not outline that. Oh, no, hell no. <laughs> but, but like, I'm just like, hey, Stephen, like, The Dead Zone is your best book, your best plot. Why not just take a, take a, an hour and outline a, a, your story? I think, I, I mean, yeah, I, pro, outlo- pro outlining as well. I think there's like something to be said for like loose writing, but then there's something to also be said for outlining and making sure things, excuse me, are structured and tight. Like, I think those are both good approaches and you should use both if yeah. you're writing. Uh, there was this woman, Trish Vickers, who's a, a novelist, and um, she had lost her sight, um, but decided to write a novel to keep um, to keep her mind occupied. And so, she figured out this system where she had uh, these rubber bands on on her writing surface, so that she knew when the the end of the line was, and so she would handwrite all in pen. And so, you know, she and her son would come and visit and read it back to her, and then. Type, type it into a manuscript form. And uh, so she had written, you know, for years. She was writing for years trying to finish this novel. And she wrote 26 pages. And her son came to read it back to her, you know, so she could edit it or whatever. And he was like, these pages are blank. She, her pen had ran out of ink. And because she was blind, she didn't know. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, like can you? I mean, it's a, it's like losing you know your yeah, your hard drive, having a hard drive crash. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I lost a notebook when I was visiting home recently, and that was a yeah. But it it sucks. You lose, so, you lose stuff. I'm not I'm not trying to <laughs> compare myself to. <laughs> I saw the look on your baby face, steps. Cassandra. Look. Anyway, our she, listener JP Cutter is six four. Oh, there Hello, you go. JP. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. And Come Michael Binhock sent me a YouTube video of celebrity uh, transformations from them getting from being scrawny to being buff. Oh, well. So, oh, thank yeah. you. Some, Got some a lot people, of good material out there. Some people tried the, the Chris Pratt version on BuzzFeed, you know, and tried to do that, like, basically eat nothing and work out all the time. And it turns out if you do that, you lose weight and you get all muscly. That's what he was doing? He was just eating nothing and working out all the time? Yeah, he was yeah. doing like P90X or whatever, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, or he, you know, he has his, like his super trainer and then he... But would, you're supposed yeah. to eat. That's dangerous. But he would show like his meals, his snack would be like, you know, whatever, like six edamame and, and, or, yeah. you know, some sort of cracker and then he would show, eat it on Instagram and, and lament it. And it turns out if you, if you starve yourself and you work out all the time, you lose weight and get ripped. Yeah, but is that a way to live? Is that a way to live? Uh, so anyhow, this woman lost twenty six pages. So her family they called the police, or they went to the police station, and the forensics people, you know, they could see the indentations. Mm-hmm. They deciphered all twenty six pages for her. Nice. Yeah, and they and they put them all back together for her, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and then just this past March, the book was published. And you can get it on, uh, it's, it's uh, Trish Vickers um, is the author, and it's called Granifer's Legacy. And uh, she completed it in January, and then she died on 
the day it was published of breast cancer. Oh, Jesus. Wow. It, but how, I mean, if, yeah, if no, gonna, lot, she died a little young, but like, that's kind of yeah. badass. So then this isn't a good time to say that there are computers that are voice activated that she didn't really have to do. Okay, shoot. Baby steps. She, she, I'm just saying, like, my dad was blind, and he had to write all the time, and this was the 90s, and he had a computer that, uh, that did this. Speak maybe something about the tactile nature of writing. Yeah, okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it kept it her occupied. And, you know, got but, it, got it, yeah. got it, sure. Um, so let, we're going to wrap up a little early. I've got a meeting. You've got a thingy, and, uh, I've and then go. there's Mickey. I actually, I do have to go. To, we, uh, uh, we all have shit to do today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have to go to Westwood. For sketch stuff. So, oh yeah. So. Okay. So, um, so plug your show. Oh yeah. So this uh, Thursday night at seven thirty, and then Saturday at two thirty and seven thirty, uh, I will be. I will have a sketch show that's a part of the UCLA Theater Fest. Um, it's on UCLA campus, and I'm going to look up what room it is right now. All right. Well, you can also. Why don't you tweet it out? And oh, then yeah. and tweet out a, a link so people know can get all the details about it, and then also email us so we can uh, maybe see it. I'm going <laughs> yeah. on Saturday. Night. No, yeah, you guys are you guys are good. If right. uh, if you can, right. I was, I Wait, was, is I was it this weekend? You said yes. This it's oh. Thursday, Thursday night, Saturday, two thirty and seven thirty. So, right. um, I'm seeing an interactive theater piece on on Friday. So. Mm. Um, but it's a it's a fun thing. It's weird. I can't believe that we got it into like a real theater fest thing. Like this is like a very serious production, and we have this goofy sketch show about jeans. So oh, okay, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, I'm excited. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, uh, just you know, think things um, things coming coming at you um, uh-huh. in the near future. Um, I'll be working my. Uh, my one hour special at uh, Solitary Confunniment, um, the comedy sto- you know, comedy oh, yeah, place yeah. and uh, McHoot and Toots Yuck Shack. I'll be there. You just check uh, their websites and you can get all the deets and dates there. Uh, deets and dates. Um, those those aren't real. Things. Oh, they're not real. Okay. I was I was so I was like, what is this? Well, like, I even pretended to know that I haven't performed. Of? God damn it. God. Look, I was really excited. I was like, oh, cool. This McHoot and Toots Yuck Shack? That totally could be the name of a... I work at a place called Flappers, my dude. Oh, all right. I guess <laughs> I guess there are no joke names you can do. You no, know? there's no more good names. Flappers. You can see me today at noon at the Laugh Factory. There you go. Yeah. In, you a go. Clo- in a closed audition session where you actually am not, are not allowed to see me. All right. You can stand outside, though. Uh, we did have Say a couple hi. mail sack things. We'll, go, we'll get to them next week because there were good uh, things. And one was from Andy and one was from Not Sure. But we, like I said, we've got to end early. Uh, send in more emails to noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And, good uh, iTunes and, go, and rate us. Yeah, and, and with that leave level reviews. of enthusiasm. <laughs> no, please do it. Yeah, good iTunes. Strong ending. Please. <laughs> yeah. Please. And we will see you <laughs> next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Pip that fuck!
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.